Yo, 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 what's up, baby? Welcome back to another episode of Football Without Hesitation. Damn, I, I that was my other podcast intro. So I'm like, oh, man, what am I doing? But anyway, we're back here. Another week. MLS final has been decided. Congratulations to Columbus Crew. Oh, Columbus Crew. <laughs> anyway, I'm joined today by a voice, Nacho. A voice that you've heard before. I know I just introduced you super weirdly right now, but come and go. Yeah. Anyway, what's up, Nacho? You, yeah, you've been here before. Basically, again, it's I. I don't. I. I don't mind doing it alone. Whatever. Usually, I do everything alone. But it, it's just it's funner to be able to bounce back and forth uh, to talk to talk soccer, to talk MLS, to talk San Jose earthquakes. But dude, how about now that you're here, I could I can rub it in. So like I just mentioned, MLS Cup just just ended. Columbus Crew smashed Seattle Sounders three to nothing. I didn't see it, but I mean, it's MLS. <laughs> yeah, anything happens. Anything can happen. But see, everybody, or I mean, most of the people I saw were going for Seattle. Is Seattle? Is this machine? He's time being machine. And but I was dude no I, I I was like you the the emotional high that that I was gonna say Cleveland that Columbus is on dude they're about to lose their team two yeah, years exactly. ago and now they're in now they're playing for the championship I was like there's no way you, you can't beat that nah, but at the same time I didn't think Seattle could lose like how the fuck is a team that's so good they're so consistent good. gonna lose to a team that was gonna disappear they're fucking good well I mean because that's what I at Columbus and the locker room somebody brought it up one of the players brought that up it was like dude two years ago we're supposed to go to Austin they're supposed to just fuck us off like we're just some nobody we are again we have history in this league and they were just gonna fuck us over and now we're playing for the championship you know let's let's prove to them that let's show them the final little piece of how fucking wrong they were about trying to move us. And if we they ever do again, we're going to bring a title to this town before anything happens. Nah, they pulled it off. I didn't think they would. I, I predicted a scoreline of three to two. So I got it one part right. <laughs> Give me, come on. When, I, hey, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm spectacularly wrong. But every once in a while... The sun shines in the dog's ass someday. And yeah, I, I predicted three to two. I, I thought it was gonna be back and forth. I didn't what, think what so. was this for? Three to nothing. Three to nothing? Three to nothing. Yeah, it wasn't even oh. close. It wasn't it was not even close. It never seemed like Seattle was ever gonna threaten. Um Yeah, but I, I, I didn't think Seattle was gonna get pushed around like that. I was like, dude, again, they they're they're the best. They're yeah, they're the you best. You don't in the see league. that happening to them. No, that's it's rare. Jesus, they're so good. When I see them play, I'm like, God damn. I think I know more of these players than of the Quakes. <laughs> well, they have, they have names. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The recognizable but, dude, names. Nico Lodeiro, that fucking dude. I, I remember, I, I don't even know if it was like 2016 or 2017, but Seattle was, they weren't struggling. It's Seattle. You know, them struggling is being like in the middle of the table. Yeah. So that's what they were doing. They were like bouncing around from a playoff spot, and that's when they signed Nico Lodeiro. I think we went to the first game he played. Really? Yeah. They were well, obviously Son playing in San Jose. Yeah. It was the first game that. Wait, History. Do, do they have a Rivas? Yeah. 
Okay, no, it was Ru- Rui Diaz. Yeah, Raul, Raul was, Rui Diaz. Too. It was his first game. Yeah, that, that but any, it's so they're one of those rare teams that they have depth. You know, their number one at one position goes down, and the guy that fills in, you know, his name too. Yeah, not a lot of people, or know, you'll learn it quick. Yeah. Not a lot of people know Paul Marie out there, you know. <laughs> he's he's getting Sounds there. Sounds like a fucking lumberjack. He's he's getting there. Um, we do have or Tanner. What did anyway? Tanner. What kind of name is Tanner? So anyway, congratulations, Columbus Crew. This is not a Columbus Crew podcast, so that's all the love you get. Tomorrow, you guys suck again. You East Coast whackness. No, it was cool. It was cool to see them. Uh, like I said, I was one of those people that are like, well, it's MLS. Come on. They're going to move to Austin. Yeah. The fans, no one cares about us, you know, because they did that to the Quakes in, in 2006. Everybody's heading to, to Texas, man. <laughs> yeah, that's where it's at. Dude, I was I, I was talking that on uh, Selena's Underground, my other show. I was like, bitch, that, that's people that are not from here. Because it's like, where would we go? I, I, I can't. I'm from California. Yeah. Like, I can't go nowhere else. Like, I don't know anywhere else. This is it. As expensive as it gets, I'm fucked. I got to stay here. And I, I genuinely hope everybody else moves out. Go ahead. Well, it'll go make ahead. it so much better for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not going anywhere. Like, this is this is all I know. So, yeah. So, I'm like, fuck it. Hate on us. Leave, motherfuckers. Go. So, uh, yes. Texas. I hear it's beautiful. <laughs> Yeah. I hear it's beautiful 12 months a year Naked ladies The beer flows like wine So they're always flooding aren't they Yeah they flood a lot Dude it has not rained at all over here this year Yeah it's been weird It's gonna get pretty serious Um, 2020 but, man 2020 2020 was fucking crazy But 2021 is gonna be even better 2021 is gonna be even better But it, the quakes are gonna look different the quakes are going to look different because, like you just mentioned, or we kind of mentioned, Columbus stayed in Ohio, but Austin still did get its new team. They just invented a new team. Uh, Austin FC, everything is FC now. So stupid. Every The league owns everything. They start coming up with nicknames for the teams. That's fucking... I, I fucking... I love the quakes thing. I love that the quakes are the quakes and they... Better never try to become Quakes FC or Quakes SC or San Jose FC. I, I think the Quakes. they'll have to, they'll end up rebranding. They they have to. It's gonna be some type of money thing. Yeah, well, I'll give enjoy you that. Quakes yeah. when, we, when we got them before yeah. they leave again. I love that quirking, and it's not like the Tigers or something. One of them. Yeah. So it's a weird. I love it. It's, it's off. It's off beat. It's like Cruz Azul, dude. Who's your mascot? A fucking cement, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> yeah. Uh Yeah, I fucking love it. But anyway, so Austin FC is joining the league next year. And so they... they Are they the only team joining or is there somebody else coming in with them? On, only them is joining next year. When does Sacramento come in? 2024 or something. Oh, I believe the next one is Charlotte. And no then Sacramento and then oh, okay. St. Louis. God damn. Yeah, the league's not fucking around. Well, they're trying to hit like what thirty-two teams. Wait, thirty? How, how many? No, they're they. I think they're basically saying that we're kind of done with our expansion for now. Oh. I think they're at thirty. I think this puts them at thirty. So yeah, maybe two more. Dude, they're charging three hundred million dollars per team. Like they're gonna go more than thirty-two. 
And I could I have that note on the board that we'll talk about the potential Liga Mekis MLS merger. That's not going to happen. It, but, it shouldn't happen. <laughs> no, it's, it'll be dumb. Um, but anyway, the so so Austin FC they're coming into the league next year. So they they had a draft. Each team had players that were unprotected and that were available to to be picked. And with Austin FC's very first pick, they took Danny Husen. Um, and Wait, so, that was their first pick. Yeah, that was their first pick. Was Danny Husen? Well, goddamn. Uh, <laughs> Well, I think they could see. It. I think Danny Husen's one of those. Maybe a change of a scenery. He he's older. You know, he's like what thirty two, thirty something like that. Um, I don't recall man, but yeah, he's been around for a while. So you're not getting, you're not getting a, a young buck. But he's one that I, again, he's twenty nine. He's twenty nine. Nah, he's still good for three more years. Yeah, and he he's one. And I get. I'm not the expert in soccer. But I was just like, fuck, dude. First couple of years he was with the Quakes, he was, it was just madness, you know. Almeida is kind of bringing in a little professionalism to this team. But he st- he just, injuries, whatever. He was another one of those that just couldn't figure it out. I, I, I'm still am fully confident that he's, he's a dude that can put in over a dozen goals. He should be. But what was, like you said, injuries killed him this year. Yeah. When start of the year, what was it? His visa, right? Or was that last season where he couldn't play at first? That was last season. Issues? Oh, okay. But yeah, nah. Trump. Yeah. Fucking racist, dude. God he hates damn. Black, a black Dutchman? Uh, <laughs> send him, him Yeah. To get him to another fucking inspection. But now nah, he's, he's probably the, I mean, next to Wando. Can't top Wando. And I'm a habitual Wando hater. <laughs> <laughs> he just, dude. Uh, he just scores though. I, I don't hate Wando, but I think we got to move on. Yeah, he's he's a great great impact super sub. Twenty minutes. You need to bring in some energy. You need yeah. somebody to yell at the ref. Chew gum, hella hard. Yeah, you got Wando, <laughs> but no, it really and that kind of shows. I don't think Almeida doesn't fuck around. Almeida wouldn't start Wando just because he's in his twilight and because he's a legend. No, he that's his names. best option, dude. Like that sucks. Um, and, and and I mean, it's Wando. Obviously, he's a fucking legend, you know. But he's not. That shouldn't be your your guy that you're expected to score the not goals anymore. every week. No, and he's he was still the top scorer, wasn't he? Yeah, I believe so. He he went on a run. I don't even got to look it up. I know he is it guaranteed he's coming back next season. I don't know. He did his whole dramatic yeah, standing at the of. end, but it's by yourself. And they're, they're just like, dude, it's not cool. <laughs> um, I I would expect him to come back. Why the fuck not, dude? Uh, to me, this is an asterisk season, man. Twenty twenty doesn't count for nothing. Columbus is like, fuck yeah, you. Not the asterisk season. Fuck <laughs> you, motherfucker. And the, um, yeah, but it is. I, and I love it because the Dodgers won the World Series. It doesn't count. So, like, oh, wait, what? You did what? Like They I played baseball cares. this year? <laughs> like real baseball? Like it wasn't like a league of their own and shit? Um, so, so, yeah, I, I don't know. But anyway, getting back to, getting back to Hoosen, that's going to be, again, not a huge loss. I, I, I don't think Hoosen was going to come in next year and score 16 for the Quakes. Well, he was leaving regardless, right? So the fact that they got something for him, actually, yeah, 
I, I recall seeing something like he was he was leaving his his contract was done or there was something to him and he wasn't coming back. So the the fact that Austin took him means Sanho gets something for him. That's true. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, so he was out of contract and they didn't offer him anything. So if Austin wouldn't have taken him, he would have just ended up in the free agent pool. He would have been signed for free. This way, the the Quakes, I think they got like fifty grand or, or something. A new, more than a new Audi, <laughs> a new Audi. But then they also took Nick Lima. That's the one that I think hurts, because I know Almeida is not big on Lima, but I thought he was a good contributor. Yeah, he was consistent when he when he played in his right in his position. Yeah, again, it's one of the yeah. It is interesting that I do say that. I also agree that he didn't really mesh with Almeida, but then you see the amount of minutes that he played. He played it's, a lot. It's like yeah, because who are the other options? Mm-hmm. Paul Marie and that other dude, um, the, poor, the guy poor, from Peru. Poor other dude, Marcos Lopez. Yeah, like nah, Marcos Lopez is barely coming around. I I think that's also why the Lima. Lima thing would would work out or why they weren't really holding him too tight because I, I think Marcos Lopez is well hopefully we see we see what Almeida is seeing next season because from what I've seen him when he plays I, I don't I don't rate him not above Nick Lima no definitely not above. no I I that guy would frustrate the fuck out of me just like Judson did at first ah, and um but, but again, I'm like, once you figure out Almeida's system, I don't know what it is, but once you figure it out and you get that confidence in it, fuck, you can really, you can really excel. And and if this team is confident, they they can. Re- I mean, it's MLS, so they can beat anybody, not consistently. You know, if the well, Quakes, they, they've proven they can. Yeah, but when you expect them to win, they're gonna let you down. <laughs> no, yeah, don't. They can. Well, it's actually pretty cool because especially with Almeida, like teams that are obviously worse than them, like expansion teams and shit that are struggling. But expansion teams <laughs> put money into it. Yeah, well eventually they yeah, eventually they figure it out. Look at Minnesota. You yeah. Know? Um But yeah, but anyway, you you can kind of go into it at least knowing the Quakes are gonna be competitive. When they go in playing the LAFC, a Seattle, a Portland you can be like, hey, this can get pretty ugly right now. You know, it's going to be interesting if, if they don't get get slaughtered. Yeah, but they play, again, a Colorado, Real Salt Lake. Well, Colorado's getting better. But, again, they, they play a team on the down. You know, like, this is at least going to be competitive, and they probably have a slight advantage. But, yeah, definitely going but into they're gonna a They're going to somehow blow. <laughs> That's what San Jose does. They're, the, they're, they're masters at that. But, well, th- and this that's where... Again, this se- they didn't this season. They finished fucking strong. They oh, yeah, finished they really strong, and they played Kansas City really good in that match. And so that's where I was like, I'll take that. You know, I'll take that. It wasn't the whole fucking getting in a panzazo and then getting losing five to nothing to Montreal yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah. No, they, they should have won that game. Yeah, the, they were the better team. Minnesota would have trounce them the following week probably but well you, you never know yeah and mls and you never know and once the in the quakes once they get that in their head yeah but it, i mean anyway so i don't think they lost too much you know seeing those two leave it wasn't a big hit and then again then you you talk about garam kashi is gone vako is gone and 
Luis Felipe, right? Is that the guy? I know there's some Brazilian that left. Luis Felipe, yeah, but he was making like fifty grand or something. Was he? Yeah. But still, you know, it's a, it's um, another Audi S3 for the Audi lot. Um, so basically, so the team has money. So yeah, it sucks that some people left, but the team has money. It literally took three million dollars off of their budget, which is like what, like four and a half million is the salary cap or uh, something, you know? Something ridiculously low. Yeah, it's it's something crazy. But again, if you, you talk about it in those terms, obviously there's like DPs and stuff mixed in. But who is our DP now? Because Wando's not a DP anymore. Is it just Espinoza? Yeah. He's our only DP. Yeah, because Huzen was not. I mean, he he start, he signed as a DP, right? And then they reworked his contract or something? Or was he never a DP? He, he No, I think he signed as an international player, and then he mm. got his green card. That was the whole issue last season. Yeah. And then, so he they got a new international slot, and I think that's how they got Vega. Something like that. You see Vega being a starter next season? Next season? No, I think Marcinkowski did way too good. I think it's his time. Yeah, I was like Vega. I, dude, I, I said it on this podcast. Are you Anyone call me out if you're hearing this. I was like, dude, nope. I know Vega's getting blown out and shit, but it would be worse for Marcinkowski because he would still be getting blown out and he's young. Yeah, it just affects you. Vega's just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm still getting laid, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and... um. Yeah, I think Marcinkowski, it it could really affect him, especially being on the the national team. You know, the the U twenty threes or I think U twenties, whatever starter or I think U twenty threes. Um, yeah, that could really be like, holy fuck! Like, am I am I in danger of losing that? Like, should I try harder? And then yeah, then you get in your head. So I was like, dude, I think he did good though. Fuck yeah, I, Vega blew it so much that. They had to start Marcinowski. Comically, too. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. And when he came on, he did good. So there's there's the future right there. He needs to fix his hair, though. I, I was saying that, but then I was looking at the youth. That's that's the young people. That's the style. We're mm-hmm. just getting old, man. Where you're like, like the edges are all nice and clean, and then everything else is all messy. <laughs> you know who started that shit? That Patrick Mahomes, dude. Damn. I give a lot of. A lot of flack to I that boo guy. that man. <laughs> yeah. He does that, dude. He's got the, the the sides all cleaned up and then the rest of it all messy. And I was like, dude, all the kids doing it. Because I was like, this guy got to fix his hair, dude. You're a starter now. Like, you're, you're a goalkeeper. You're a professional. You got to look fly. And I was like, dude, no. This guy's killing it with the ladies, I'm sure. All the 22-year-olds, they're all for that. 33-year-old women are like, ugh, get some gel in your hair, bro. Some threes flowers. But I I don't know. And I honestly, I'm not going to give Fiorinelli a full pass, but I, I think he's done enough good moves that he can find somebody. Well, no more innocence. Hopefully the lack of signings last season will be you know, the reason we sign people this season. Right, and that was the hope, that it's like, okay, we're not going to just blow up the roster mm-hmm. when we got a new fucking coach and it doesn't work out and then we're all fucked. You know, this guy leaves and then now we don't have no money. So they're like, all right, let's see what he can do with what we got. And they probably knew all this money was coming off. Now. I mean, they obviously knew they this had money was to coming know. off. Yeah, 
They're pros. They're not listening to my podcast. Yeah. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> Did you guys know we had all this money? My like, God damn it. <laughs> That's why we listen to football without hesitation. I told you. I fucking told you. So, yeah, hopefully we get some good signings this season. And that'll. Because last season we almost made the playoffs. This season we got in. Crashed out when we shouldn't have. So, next season, if they get some good players, it should be good. Yeah. If you, if you had somebody converting goals against Kansas City. That might, I'm not gonna say it was a blowout, but it would have been probably pretty easily won. They could have won it. They should have. Yeah, the way they were playing, and in Kansas City too, man. Now you figure next season they'll have the cup back because there was no cup action this year, so they they can at least make a, a decent cup run. And Almeida, Almeida teams are good when it comes to cups. Yeah, that's what I love. Yeah, knockout you, competition. Yeah, that, usually if he has a good team behind them, he can they'll make a good run. Well, speaking of runs, because this team runs a fucking lot, one of the things that people kept bitching about, which with, like, they had good reason, is that was the pitch. The pitch, I don't know if you, uh, oh, well, you probably didn't watch many of that. At the end of the season, it, it was really pretty embarrassing for, uh, for, for a professional. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, we're they so. They were playing every three days. Yeah. And then, and then there's like a million excuses. I know the drainage thing because they found all that, all those fucking uh, basements and shit, whatever, when they were building it. Mm-hmm. They were full of water. Apparently that that area holds water. I, I don't know. Everyone, I love it because the Quakes don't ever give out information. So all the fans just make up their own theories. It's the best way. Like the fucking Chupacabra is fucking sucking all the water out of that place. That's what I hear. A seepage. Yeah. That sounds right. Drinking your milkshake, Bobby. Yeah. I drink your milkshake. That's true. It's Santa Clara Stadium over there, nice and green. Just drinking our milkshake, man. Yeah. But dude, I still love that movie. Movie's it's badass. Such a good movie. That is such a good one. Um so so anyway, yeah. And first of all, I, I'm like for, this shows the privilege of Americans because not only growing up, well, I mean, we are American, but we grew up, growing up pretty poor here in Salinas and then watching uh, soccer in Mexico and playing soccer in Mexico, or I mean, Mexicali is where I would go. So, like, dirt pitches are just are pretty standard. Like, to have grass on a pitch, I think that's pretty rare. So to have, like, the, the San Jose Earthquakes pitches was not that bad is what I'm trying to get at. No, in comparison. It's yeah, you'll see some shit in El Salvador, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I thought it was funny that, like, it was the Seattle match in particular, and plus it was like Reddit and Twitter I was following, because the Quakes ended up they they drew or they did they beat them the last time, I think they drew them, but the the Quakes were dominating the whole match, so of course instead of Seattle being like oh fucking this person or that person should do this or that they were just like the grass the gr- this is embarrassing this is embarrassing and it's like dude you know you're getting dominated when all you can talk you shit talk about, about is the, the grass yeah. yeah. And then, so I'm like, let me look up if anybody has done any research of, like, what pitch is the, causes the most injuries. Well, obviously, nobody has an MLS, but they have an NFL. Mm-hmm. And the most dangerous one is fucking Seattle. <laughs> so, <laughs> and they, dude, they were like, and we did all this. 
because they're like, oh, maybe it was during the Legion of Boom time, you know, like when they had that crazy defense. Maybe they were injuring people more. Yeah. So they they somehow factored that in, and they're like, no, nah, yeah, dude, no, it's, it's the pitch. It's, the pitch. it's <laughs> just it's plastic, and it rains a lot. Yeah. So the, people get hurt. Well, that's why they could be mistaken, but FIFA games can't be played on artificial pitches, right? It has to be real grass. That's, well, I, I don't know. Cause so what I'm trying to get at with this thing is the quakes are moving to a hybrid system. Mm -hmm. And I believe this is what they have like in the premier league. Like this is pretty common. So I think this counts. Yeah, it must be. The only other team that has it in, in major league soccer is Toronto. And um and from my understanding the only the only other pitch in America is like the Green Bay Packers have it, mm-hmm. so it's like apparently it's for, it's obviously for crazy weather because you think of Toronto yeah, no, you think Green Bay, and then San Jose is like field, fucking yeah. sunny and beautiful. beautiful. So, so yeah, so they're getting the, this hybrid pitch. So I, I think this counts base because I, I think that they say it's like eighty five percent real grass, and that final fifteen percent is just weaved in plastic. How do they figure that though? Like, wh- where does it work? Like, I don't know. I, it'd be it'd be interesting to. I, I wonder. I'll see if I could message the people. They'd be like, there "Hey, has to be something to it." Because like, what the hell? I don't know how that weaving like, works. The penalty box is is artificial, and the rest is real grass, or what? or like every two inches or three inches, they'll put a little blade of plastic. That's is insane. I mean, but does that mean, like, do they put new grass or do they just do it on the old one? It's all, like, sandy with fucking (laughs) fake plastic. But anyway, and so this goes back, thinking of the whole investment and spending money and all that. I still, I'm not going to give a pass to the front office. I still think they're cheap. That's a new signing. Yeah. Did they reveal it as a new signing? That's something San Jose would do. No, but. We got a new pitch. (laughs) New signing 2021. But with that hype, I mean, it was basically the, the same amount of hype. But to me, I hope that that is somebody within the organization realizing. And I don't even give a fuck if they realize that they'll make the team will be more valuable. So they'll make more money when they eventually sell it. I don't give a fuck what their reasoning is, but they need to understand that a, a su- successful team will make money now. Like that that's a oh, thing yeah. that that's starting to be a thing. So if you invest a little bit. You'll get more in return. Trust me. I'll buy more fucking beer. I'll convince more fucking friends to go if they, like, if they can win. But anyway, I think that that's a positive sign. I, I think if they were really like a, like zoned out and just like, fuck it. We own the team. We own the stadium. Just as long as be, yeah, it be as long. The league is saying, cause the league was like, there's nothing wrong with that pitch. You know, they were like, it's cool. So as long as the league's not saying anything, you know, I could see that being like, oh, shit, you know, that's a sign Mm -hmm. of the times. Goddamn. Like this team isn't they're never going to spend on anything. But to see them to see Almeida sticking around and I'm assuming he's sticking around because Alanis again re-upped his his loan. I mean, that could be down to the fact that Chivas baby doesn't want him. Like, dude, they got Tiva, they got freaking Mier. They're good in the center back department. That is that is really true. Be like, yeah, stay up so there, un- keep your fitness starts, level up. We don't know where what's gonna happen with Almeida. Yeah, and again, and like I said, he he has mentioned that my my front office doesn't spend, mm-hmm. but I don't know. There's never. 
I know he's secretive, but there's never been a time where he comes out and says something and then does something way different. Yeah, I think you can consider him as honest as it would be, you know? Like, if he's going to leave, he's probably going to tell you. He did say he needed some time to reflect on his future. That's pretty but that's I think coach by, speak. Yeah, exactly. But, but I think by now we would know. From my understanding, he's got a daughter going to Santa Clara University or something. So, well, hopefully, at the hopefully she drops out or flunks or some shit. They just love the the Bay Area life. <laughs> I'm trying to, yeah, right. It, it's nice. The weather's beautiful, and if you if he's got a nice contract, so he's probably got a cool yeah, house. He's making it. He should be living pretty good. It's a trip seeing the the Instagram posts of. Well, I think it was Carlos Fierro because he just um, he just got married or something. And yeah, I saw something of the sort. But he he posted a picture of obviously him in his balcony, and you could tell it's just some condo and maybe downtown San Jose. It's nice. Don't get me wrong. It's nice. Probably living in Gilroy, man. <laughs> but he's fucking. That's what I would do. That I think that's like because Nick Limo's from around here, so I think that's what he would do. Like he had a like he had a fat house like in the East Bay and shit, you know. <laughs> Bunch of these cats are not from around, so they think, oh, you live in the downtown of the city, and it's fucking cool, and it's like, yeah, you're downtown San Jose, dog. <laughs> this is way different. But anyway, it's funny because you could see, I'm like, damn, you live, like, next to an engineer from Twitter or something. Yeah. Where, like, Slatan lives in a compound, I'm sure. <laughs> but it's just such a different life. But anyway, I mean, I've I've talked to MLS players who've, lived in the closets of their teammates because their teammates were making so much more money and and it's pretty amazing but anyway let's quickly round this off because again i don't want to go too too far i i get excited with when i have a guest on but let's finish it off with some Concacaf talk because for the first time ever mls is finally going to win this tournament i don't think so man Fuck no. i don't think so america says lafc <laughs> lafc's not that good this year well, America ain't that good either. I'm, yeah, ho- I'm hoping true. I'm hoping LA can take out America just because I hate America. Yeah, I'm always down for that. Yeah, you gotta. You, it's my favorite thing to see while watching them lose. And a, a Tigres LAFC final because that, that, those are the semifinals, be... right? LA versus mm-hmm. America. Yeah, the next Tigres one. versus Olympia. Yeah, and come on. How did that happen? I'm well. They beat like Seattle. I think they well, beat like, Seattle. I think the the past month, all I was watching was like some Central American nations playing for it, and I was like, "What the hell is this? What this has become?" Well, because they yeah, one of they beat Seattle. That's what it was in the first round. It was well, Seattle was probably still crying from their loss. They're terrible, dude. Uh, dude, Seattle bad season for uh, tournament wise for yeah. Seattle. <laughs> Um, but well, I I was blown away, and this is shows you how little I know about Mexican and international soccer. I was not aware that Carlos Vela never played in Mexico. Never did. He left. He left to Arsenal before he played his first professional game, and then he got fucked. I was just, I was just reading. It. I was like, damn. We went to Arsenal, and they were like, oh, sorry, no Mexicans allowed. Like we can only take like twelve Mexicans. We have enough. <laughs> so he had to go to Spain, and then he was like, I kind of like it here. And they're like, nah, you're going back to Arsenal. Yeah, he was. He did the whole journeyman thing yeah, for a while. Yeah, he got fucked over. But anyway, that was, I think it was a, an article on MLSsoccer.com. Matt Doyle at. It wasn't Matt <laughs> Doyle, but it was definitely on MLSsoccer.com. And he was saying that, dude, I'm fucking pumped. Like, 
These were the teams I grew up watching, and I never got to play with or against them. Yeah, I, re- I recall seeing. So he's like, so now I get to do it? Like, I finally get to and play America them. in a fight. Because he come, came up in Chivas system, right? Chivas system. Yeah, so he's like, this is the fucking team that I was supposed to kick their ass. And now, and in a meaningful match. Now, this is this one matters, you know? It's not just yeah, some Molero on the Rose Bowl. Yeah, um, it, yeah. so he's going to come out. And he's hopefully because he's he's rested this season. It's well, he season did not he, have a good season. He wasn't around much, dude. And boy, he got shit on a lot. Like he, they were like immediately one one of those like he's not innocent bad, but one of those like this guy. Well, once he didn't go to the bubble, it was like all right, fuck this guy. <laughs> that's what another yeah. That's this league is and the followers of this league, including myself, honestly are very sensitive about people coming here and not respecting the league. Well, yeah. I mean, especially if you're getting paid that much money. Yeah. And you come in here. "Ah, Your wife's going to be fine. You can go play. That's what you're getting paid to do. Go play. In America, bro, we have good doctors. This isn't (laughs) Spain. This is a poor country. Uh, But no, I've definitely noticed that. Again, like we were speaking of Slatan before we started recording, and you could feel the people offended of Slatan being Slatan, and I could the Slatan man. Well, and I could see him like kind of scratching his head. I was like, you know, millions of more people are now watching your league because I'm here and I'm being me. Why are you mad? Like, don't well, you want left, this? He left and he said, "Go back to baseball." Yeah, it was. Well, and then what's funny is that. People took that seriously. Like, you know what you do? You you read that and you laugh and you carry on. He's a character. But if you take that seriously, like, God damn. Well, and speaking of that, I'll, we'll end it on this note. The Liga MX MLS Combo League, which I don't think will happen and I don't agree should happen. Well, I don't know if you remember, they used to do like a midseason tournament for that and yeah like as a preseason tournament it sounds all right but as if they're trying to make like a super league it just makes no sense no i mean the one way that i have seen it that kind of does make sense is that there's they're one league but they're essentially still two separate leagues yeah so mls runs its season league Mekis runs its season and then you make a league yeah where the top whatever the guys that couldn't get into the playoffs <laughs> yeah some, i don't know something yeah. but not not as an actual but even that i think but no yeah because that would never fucking work and no it would make it way too huge teams would get fucked over the league would would suffer no it, it'd be dumb it'd be dumb for liga Mekis. some of their teams would get fucking just San Jose is probably way richer than like fucking Querétaro or some shit, you know. Uh, you, you would hope so. Well, at least the ownership sign players. <laughs> yeah, but at least the ownership group, you know, like yeah. it, it's it's this country is obscenely rich. I mean, yeah. I know I know the Mexican soccer league is that shit is it's a it's wealthy. It is a very very wealthy league. But once like Robert Kraft and like all these you know actual billionaires find out there's money they'll yeah and then so yeah so it'll it'll end up damaging Liga MX which is a established fucking league legendary league but what i think it'll end up damaging 
the continent. It'll damage CONCACAF. Well, I mean, it's already just the two countries. Yeah, it's, it's already like that anyway. US, Mexico, nobody else really has teams that are competing. No, yeah. So if you if you bring that down from two leagues that are competitive in the continent to one, that just makes your whole continent worse, I believe. Yeah. Where I think we should be focusing on helping Jamaica, El Salvador, Panama, like give them money to bo- to make their soccer program stronger because if they're stronger competition, not only do our teams get everyone, better. Everyone FIFA, grows. Yeah. 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 Again, and that's something that, I'll, dude, XX, literally you taught me that, you know, pretty much because I was, I was the whole like, you know, you can, you can have a national team that all plays only in MLS, you know, if they're really good players, but you really can't because if you're not, pushing yourself against the best or better people, you're only going to get so much so good. Well, a lot of, it seems like it's not a retirement league anymore. So if they keep bringing in talented individuals, that are still trying to compete not just retire. then it could be one of the top leagues, but it's going to be a long time before that happens. Yeah. Well, and that's happened that I, I think that's already heading there. And it's funny because, again, all, all I do is, is I'll go on the Internet and read. But it's funny to see, like, again, MLS make a move. And then you start seeing Liga Mekis fans talk about that move. Like, oh, look, look they think they're cool. Well, and since it's they're like, making interesting moves. Exactly. And that's where I want to. I don't want to. Ju- I don't jump into Internet fights, but I want to be like, you know, you're only talking about it. Because it's again, it's interesting. Yeah, no, it's and 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 you know what's coming. Like, let's be real. It's it's weird because again, this country is obscenely rich, and when wealthy people find out there's money to be made in this sport, it it sucks because the business ruins the sport. But yeah, but at the same time, it creates spectacle. Yeah, hell yeah. No, I'm yeah, I'm down. I want to see some fuck fireworks and shit at a via or That's... earthquake stadium. Is that what it's called now? Yeah, it has no name. It's called Earthquake Stadium. We can't sell shit. Uh, I don't know. I still call it Avaya. It just flows. Avaya. Yeah. The ep- people want to do the epicenter. I think that's fucking stupid. You got to let go of the whole earthquake thing. It's just call it San Jose's or something, yeah? Like in- call it the Shark Tank 2. <laughs> <laughs> mini Tank? The Mini Tank. I think I I want them to go to more of the that they used to build tanks there, man. I think that's fucking cool. Somebody wanted to start like a supporters group, something battalion. I mean, there's always a bunch of twenty year olds trying to start supporters groups, you know. Yeah, we we tried it, and uh, yeah, <laughs> it crossed our mind. Hey, everybody, you got to. I'm not discouraging anybody from doing it. But somebody tried to do like Battalion 74 and people were like shitting on them with like, what does that have to do with war and this and that? And I'm like, bitch. They that's sh- the thing with San Jose fans, man. They're going to shit on everything. Yeah, that's our thing. That's the, that dude. Whoo. Anything comes up, if you're not the ultras, we're going to hate you. Margin ultra. We got misery down. Well, dude, when your team sucks for so long, you just fuck everything. Just like hoping a plane crashes at the airport. You're just like, fuck all this. Just kidding. A small plane. A Cessna. (laughs) With an asshole on the pilot. Who just cheated on his wife. And he's flying away from her. (laughs) 
How you feel better, people? But anyway, Nacho, thanks for coming on. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And, yeah, again, I don't know how, obviously, in the off season, doing them weekly, I don't know. It makes no sense, huh? I love to do it because I love to talk, obviously. Well. But, but there's a lot happening. I mean, there's not very much happening. If anything happens, okay, I'll look up the schedule to see when the, the, the draft is because the Quakes. Well, it's going to be this year, right, or it's not till next year? No, it's actually, it is, I think, till next year. I think mm. it's in January. And what, season starts end of February? They don't know. Yeah, they don't know, and that. but that's what they were saying. They were like, well, last season we started at the beginning of March, end of February, so that's what we're hoping for. Well, we'll see. There's a vaccine now. People are getting, people are getting stabbed with fucking viruses. Hopefully we can go back to the stadium next season. Let's see. I'm down. So let's see. The next thing is the re-entry process stage two. Basically, nobody that's been picked. When's that happening? December 22nd. So yesterday was stage one of the re-entry process. Any big names move? Obviously not. No. There, yeah, there hasn't been... Too much action. I, the biggest one was again Austin. I think we're well, not know about the biggest, but uh, going back to Austin, one of their signings was uh, the captain of New York City FC, Alex Ring. Nah. And that guy's fucking good. He's a midfielder. Midfielder in four. I think he's in four seasons of New York City. He has like uh, fourteen assists and ten goals. You know, pretty decent stats. And he's a defensive midfielder. So oh, okay. Yeah, that's not bad at all. <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah, and he was so he was their captain this year for New York City and uh, Austin signed up, so he'd probably be their first captain. Dude's fucking good. So, I don't know. Austin looks like... Well. They got Huzin and Lima, which... Because uh, Andrew Tarbell won a championship with Columbus because he's on Columbus now. Uh. And, um, dude, it's crazy how... Um, you you just look back at all these. Like, if you want to make it an MLS, you sign with the Quakes, and right, then three leave. years later you leave, <laughs> and you don't even have to leave ceremoniously. You just leave, and then four years after that, you'll be a champion at some point. Yeah, that's how that's how you do it. Ask Stephen Betashore. <laughs> Ask again, Tarbell. Ask uh, what's ah, it's a dude who went to Sean, not Sean Francis, but somebody went to fuck who went to Toronto. Well, Betashore. Was with Toronto, wasn't he? For the longest time, he won some titles with them. And then he went to LAFC, dude. Yeah. Again, the road to greatness goes through San Jose. You just you don't you don't win anything in San Jose. Anyway, that's it. We'll see y'all next week or the week after. Thanks again, Nacho. Anytime, man. Peace out.